0: Hello and thank you again for joining me on the Cafe Hustle with me Andy Jones and today I want to talk about menu design. It's something that we've all got or the majority of us will have in our coffee bars. If you haven't got one you need to get one because it's one of your biggest marketing tools that you can have for any sort of food business. So today we're gonna go over your general overall design and how that fits with your concept. Gonna talk about the placement of products and where you put them on the the page of your menu, but also what you can do for each individual menu item to increase the likelihood that someone will choose that over maybe another one. Um, But yeah, it's all about trying to pull everything together in terms of that menu to help you increase your average transaction amount, or to encourage people to pay or to buy the more profitable items for you. But first, before we get into that, I've got a really quick quick favour to ask of you, really, and, and I appreciate your time in listening to the podcast in the first place, but I'm in the middle of developing a very comprehensive leadership course that's designed to create a solid foundation for any food business. To be fair, you could take this into any industry, but it'll create a solid foundation for your operations and the growth of your business. And If you're an operator that's stuck in your business, it's the foundations for allowing you to spend a bit more time away from the business and maybe doing the things that you want to do. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to a survey, and it's all about your leadership challenges. And I want to know some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in terms of leadership and team culture. Um, Yeah, so I can make sure that when I do release the cause, we're pulling everything Every Everything that people have been struggling with, we're touching on that as well. So the link's in the show notes, and I really appreciate your time in helping me out with this one. So getting into menu engineering then. So what is it? And in essence, it's about strategically designing your menu in a way that will increase your transaction amount. It's about increasing your transaction margin as well. We want to encourage people to purchase the stuff that is giving you the bigger profit margin, the bigger monetary profit on each product. So as I touched on before, your menu is your biggest marketing asset. It's the one thing that people usually check out before they come out and actually visit your cafe, coffee shop, restaurant, whatever your business is. And it's there to guide your customers' choices about what from your business they may want to consume. So in essence, what your menu does, it's all about driving and increasing your revenue and profits. And to be honest, it's with very little cost in terms of improving your menu and giving it that extra oomph that can help your business out in the longer term. So before you get started, before we start thinking about the layout and everything like that, there's you need to pull together some information and that is around your Profit margin, so your item profit margin for your food and your drink. But also, I want you to have a look at your, not just your percentage margin, but also your monetary margin. So how many pounds or dollars that is on the product. Because, for example, if you sell something for $3 or £3 with an 80% margin, you make £2.40 on that. But if you sell something for ten pounds with only a forty percent margin, you can make four pounds per item. I know, yes, your costs are good to higher, but actually, if you're selling equal amount of both of them, then you're going to be bringing in more money with the lower uh, lower percentage profit margin. So it's something to think about. Providing that covers your costs in the other side, other parts of your business, you've got to always keep a holistic view on the overall view of your business and in terms of anything with this that we're doing on the cafe hustle you always got to make sure before you implement that it fits with what you what your business needs are because everyone's businesses are individual but okay so we've talked about margin now we need to also look at the sales data so we could have something with the most profitable item in the whole shop but if you're only selling a handful of them it's no good trying to push there we need to look at what we are selling a lot of and try and really providing the profit margin is healthy we want to push that as well so they're the two sets of items that you need to get ideally three months worth of data around your sales is enough to to give you a real picture and to flatten out any peaks and troughs across those uh, across sort of individual products through different times whether it's weather or anything like that but that'll give you the basis for starting to design your menu. So the next stage we move to is the design and this is the overall design and you've got to make sure it fits your concept. So it's got to align with your existing brand. So you want to be using your colours, you want to be using your fonts and it needs to be printed in such a way that fits, it aligns with your business. So if you are a high-end cafe, coffee shop or restaurant, make sure it's on high-quality paper, high-quality print, whether it's on glossy paper, I don't know, whatever suits fits in with your business. And also taking into account your sustainability credentials and everything like that that forms your brand needs to go into and be reflected in your menu. So, like, for example, our cafe, it was more of a homely, rustic feel, so we had it on recycled paper, done in-house, so it looked more uh, authentic in terms of that homely feel to all sort of aligned with what we were doing as a business. Another thing to think about is that you, if you want to include photos, if it it fits in line with that design, make sure you do because they're really effective at increasing the sales of particular products. One thing on that, just make sure that the picture you use, you have to be able to reflect or replicate that for your customers so when they get the product they get what they've seen on the menu that's just one thing i really want to point out but make sure you use the white space don't clutter your menu don't have it so that everything is crammed into a really small space because there's a lot of pressure on people when they're going out to make the decision in the first place and to crowd their headspace in a way (laughs) by trying to cram everything onto your menu it makes them even more it makes it more difficult for them to choose. So generally I like to use a two or three columns, depending on the size of the the menu or the paper that we're printing on and plenty of white space around it. The next stage then is the placement, right? What are we placing where on the menu? Now, Studies have been carried out around where customers look on these menus and where their eyes track, and the pattern that they usually use, and the most important thing we want to remember is what they term the golden triangle, so the eyes generally will go to the centre of the menu first, then they'll move to the upper right, across to the upper left, before sort of coming down the left-hand side and and crisscrossing the rest of the menu and scanning it. So what we want to be doing is getting anything that is a high profitability whether that's in terms of high margin plus high volume, they are your superstar products. And they're the ones that we want to be getting into this center, upper right and upper left area of your menu. Because that's the first impression people are going to see when they sit down and scan your menu. So as well, you want to be looking at anything that is high monetary margin as well and providing that the sales data backs it up you want to be getting that in there but all the time you've got to be considering how if you were to increase the the number of orders on the line can your kitchen cope there's a lot more to think about around the general operation and making sure that you can deliver your menu however you design it in a very timely way so that's another big thing to to consider the rest of the menu—that's where you want to make sure you everything's fit in. They've, they've got to fit in sort of a flow area. You don't have like your drinks just wedged somewhere around the food and where it doesn't really—it uh, doesn't really seem to fit or flow. Make sure that in your head when you're looking at this menu, also flows and it makes sense in terms of how customers will move through it. So we don't want to just rely on profit margin we just stuff it in there because it's a higher profit margin or higher volume we want to be looking at the it needs to be natural how a customer will will go through the through the menu so the next stage we've got our placement we've decided on where everything goes we now also need to look at how we describe the product so one of the big things that we sometimes see is that people are they need to spend a lot more time on the description to the product. This is where you can really capture the customer's eye and by painting a picture of your product in their in their brains when they're reading your menu, they need to see it they need to to feel the textures. These are all the things that you need to describe in your description. so really emotive language, lots of descriptions. Don't go over the top. make sure it still sounds natural, but make sure you can get it in there so whether we're talking about For for example, orange juice, you want to be talking about if it is freshly squeezed orange juice, don't just call it orange juice, make sure they know it's freshly squeezed. So, it's bits and pieces like that uh, that can really, really elevate a menu item in your customer's mind. Now, in terms of the cost of the items on the menu, don't draw people's eye to it, make sure it's there, don't hide it. It's not about hiding it, but it's about putting it in such a way that they associate it with the product but without highlighting it too much because studies again have shown that people will spend more money if it isn't highlighted to them that it's it's you know it's there on the page and it's bold or whatever so don't use bold generally i like to put them at the end of the description so they're there plain to see i generally will lose the lose the symbol the currency symbol uh, and I generally try try to not have whole round numbers. So we are so if it's ten pounds, we're talking nine pounds ninety five or whatever works for your business. Bearing in mind, it creates different issues if people are paying cash and you've got to to have lots of smaller denominations of coins in your tail. But make sure it works for you. But by coming just under the ten pounds in this instance, it's it. Well, you see it everywhere we go. It works and it's an age-old thing. So these are all little things that can be pulled together to elevate your menu, to, to really put it in front of people's mind. It's For example, in our cafe, we ended up increasing our average transaction by over £3 within the first three or four weeks, I think it was, £3 on every transaction average increase just by upgrading our menu and applying some of these principles so it can make a huge difference and that was still serving the same well the same number of people initially but then we had we had growth as well so it's all these things if you're in the middle of either developing your menu or you have bought a cafe or a coffee shop and you've inherited a menu and you're still working around it try to incorporate some of these things see if they make a difference one of the things that I always say to people is these are all trial and error. So if they, if you think it's going to work for your business, and again, you have to make sure that how you set out your menu works for your business. And it's consistent with your brand and how everything, how you give the customers experience. But try them out. If they work, they work. If they don't, maybe tweak it and try a different product in a different place. And especially if you're printing in-house, your costs are much lower. Than say if you're getting it done professionally, but if you're if you are able to to try this out, make sure you give it a go. So I hope you found this useful today, and even just to start thinking around what you could do with your menu. But if you found this useful and it's given you the ideas, please share it with someone else that you know who's in the industry or is getting in the industry because it's certainly if someone's you know someone who's starting a coffee shop it's easier to get this done beforehand and planned and plan it around your workflow as well and what happens in your kitchen or your coffee bar share it with them share the knowledge and just the conversation around how we can improve all of our businesses together listen thank you very much for joining me again thank you very much and I really hope that if you do have any feedback for me on on any of the episodes that we've got so far please let me know drop me an email to andy at the and thank you again i can't thank you enough you know i thank you all the time but i'll see you next time on the next episode of the cafe hustle We've all been there. Trying to create our business management diary from scratch is really hard work and takes up a huge amount of your precious time. With the Pillar Management Diary, you get an up-to-date, customizable management diary delivered to your business every 12 weeks. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash pillar that's slash P-I-L-L-A for more information and to create an account with the code hustle 10 for 10% off your first year. And don't forget, with your free account, you get access to Pillar's online document library, which is a really valuable resource.